0: This is Good Together, the podcast that inspires you to create change in the world every day. Keep listening for actionable tips and tricks to incorporate
1: eco-friendly practices into your daily life. We've been featured by Apple as the number one podcast for conscious consumers, and we can't wait to welcome you into our community of changemakers. I'm Lisa. And I'm Laura. We're the
0: founders of Brightly.Eco, the new platform for conscious consumers. We believe in supporting all creatures, great and small.
1: And our team of experts show you how to live and shop responsibly by sharing world-changing lifestyle ideas, products, and more. To read show notes from Good Together and to browse all of the planet-friendly goodness that we feature, head to brightlyego podcast.
0: And to help spread the word about the podcast, tap on this episode and share Good Together with your friends and family. A simple text message helps us grow and create change around the world.
1: This episode is brought to you by Sheets and Giggles. Laura, you've probably heard me talk all the time about my love for Sheets and Giggles. I've been sleeping on their new sustainable eucalyptus sheets for the past eight months straight. I recommend them a thousand percent. Every week I wash them and put them back on the bed right away. They're my go-to sheets. All of my other sheets, even the ethical ones, are taking a long break. After hearing you rave about them for so long, Lisa, I
0: finally got a chance to try their new eucalyptus comforter. So I'm a weirdo. I really like having a comforter on my bed all the time, even when we have the heat blasting. I haven't woken up once hot while I was using this one from Sheets and Giggles. It's a great ethical and sustainable alternative to the down comforter we used to use that's now sitting on our guest bed. Another thing I love about Sheets and Giggles is that they don't use plastic packaging and the materials don't use pesticides, so they're kind to our animal and insect friends.
1: They also plant a tree for each sheet set that is sold, and they're passionate about giving back. They give 10% off to customers who donate their old sheets to homeless shelters, and they have donated over $40,000 to Colorado COVID relief. Good Together
0: listeners get 15% off by using the code BRIGHTLYECO at SheetsGiggles.com. Com. Celebrating our favorite holidays has never seemed so important. We could all use a little more joy in our lives right now. And you know that song that says we need a little Christmas right this very minute? I feel like that is everyone in the entire world right now. <laughs> so our treasured holiday traditions that we repeat year after year help us get into the holiday spirit and create lasting memories, which is amazing. Unfortunately, they can also create lasting trash in the landfill that's left years later. In today's episode, Lisa and I chat about ways to celebrate with the planet in mind. We answer the great fake versus real Christmas tree debate. We share our favorite ways to wrap presents in an eco-friendly fashion and more. So let's get into it. Hey, Lisa, how's it going? Good. How are you? Good, you know, I can't believe that it is December and so close to Christmas and all of the other holidays we love. Like, I feel like it was just the summertime. <laughs> no, it was
1: just the summertime. <laughs> <So> you're <laughs> not alone. It is. And then it's like, I like, we keep saying, like holidays are coming. And now like we're past Thanksgiving. Well, literally, like, I think all of us are in uh, the spirit of like literally wrapping presents. Yeah. Uh, so that's kind of part of what we will be talking about today, right?
0: Yeah, absolutely. So when we were talking with our community, you know, and when we say community, right? There's our social media following, there's people who write in that listen to the podcast, which by the way, Apple just featured us again for the third at, time. Yes, for the third time as their favorite podcast for conscious consumers. So thank you so much to our listeners for your support. I feel like they, you know, they see metrics about the way you listen to this this podcast. I know that helps them pick and it's just been We're so thankful for that. I mean, it's just, it's amazing. Um, But one of the things that our community brings up, you know, we have our ambassadors and um, folks that are engaging in our app. They're like, look, how do I have a holiday season that's a little bit more responsible? So we- talk about things from a gifting perspective. Like we, you guys will know, we just did a bunch of episodes about gifting. You can also look back at last year's episodes too, but I think in general, we want to help you, you know, basically have a more sustainable holiday, right? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So today in in that, in that spirit, we said that we, we really wanted to chat about how you can prevent waste um, with your holiday traditions because we all have holiday traditions. Like Lisa was just telling me about Russian Christmas, <laughs> mm-hmm. which is like a little bit different than what I'm used to. But it's, it's you know, we all have very similar traditions that we like to engage in. And actually over half of Americans report that they're trying to replicate holiday traditions from their childhood, which I love that. That's, that's so fun. Yeah, and that's so special. Exactly. And and this year, of course, we could all use a little bit more holiday cheer than even years past because we are still in the midst of a pandemic. Um, We're still trying to find joy uh, where we can. So, you know, as we think about these traditions that we go through and just kind of do out of habit, I think it makes sense for us to kind of look at them from a consciously curious consumer perspective, right? Right.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. And of course, I think we, we shared some of the stats with you before, but um, you know, it's been reported that Americans throw away 25% more trash during the Thanksgiving to New Year's holiday period oh, than wow. any other time. Um, and this extra waste amounts to 25 million tons of garbage. This is about 1 million extra tons per week. The statistics are wow. crazy. And of course, yeah. one of the most popular topics within our community recently uh is the packaging, right? And there is this crazy fact, which is very kind of inspirational. If every US family wrapped uh just three presents in reuse materials, it would save enough paper to cover forty-five thousand football fields. Imagine that.
0: Yeah, that's a that's a staggering visual. Um, and you know, I think gift wrapping, all of these things that we love to do, we're going to get into and talk specifically about like, you know, what are things that we can do and and what's the impact there? So that's just something.
1: Yeah. yeah. So, well, why don't we start with this most heated topic within our community on our <laughs> Instagram is, of course, the Christmas tree, the holy tree. When we shared the post on our Instagram about, um, y- if you guys are following us on Instagram, we have this post uh, series called Buy This, Not That, where we recommend kind of more eco-friendly, sustainable options to different products, be it your shoes, pajamas, or in this case, it's Christmas tree, right? Yep. Uh, it got almost 7, like, and. Probably one of our record breaking comments, two hundred and forty three comments, yeah. which it's amazing, right, yeah, and
0: this one kind of stemmed from a question that I had myself yep. last mm-hmm.
1: year, um
0: which was what is more sustainable or eco friendly to get a faux tree and reuse it every year to get a real one um and you know not have something that's big and plastic around. Um, and then other people started talking about like, what, what does it mean to get like a potted real one or rent one? So like, there's a lot to think about here.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, and I love it. And I think, yeah, exactly. Like, I think if last year we were only thinking about four or real one, maybe a ported one, there are, and you just shared, I think you saw it on Twitter. I know you love for all things Twitter, right? That uh, I think in London a farm is allowing to rent it. I do believe there are some farms in the U.S. too that allowing to rent um Christmas trees. Um, Yeah and the
0: the renting part is interesting because I saw so when Lisa talks about comments and like controversy and stuff like this is why we do this podcast because as you guys know there is not a black and white answer to most consumer decisions that we can make from a sustainability perspective and the just the Christmas tree one is Obviously, people are very emotional about it because most of us will put up a Christmas tree um, and, pe- you know, it's very ingrained in traditions like we're talking about. But for the renting thing I thought was really interesting, even that tweet that talked about that London um, shop that, that let people rent them out, people, of course, were commenting there and asking all these questions such as, if you have a rented Christmas tree that you bring into your home um, and you use it, and then you kind of give it back, this place was saying that they, um, you know, put it back on a farm, they take care of it. And then eventually after, I can't remember how many uses they said, let's say like five or six uses or something, Mm -hmm. five or six years, then they actually take it out of the pot and plant it. And it like goes into a, a, you know, a, a forest or whatever, which sounds great. However, people who actually know about houseplants and plants, were kind of chiming in and we're, and we're asking questions like, well, doesn't this like shock the tree and stress it from going from outside to indoor every year? Like, does it get dried out when it's in your house? And so like, Again, like there, there's so many different choices to be made here. So that's kind of why we wanted to talk about this. Um, yeah. I personally have a faux tree, um, a, a fake plastic tree, and that is because of one main thing, which is my husband is allergic um, mm. to real trees. Oh. So he he can handle a little bit, but if it's if it's in the house for like a long period of time, he starts to get really sensitive to like. Mm the smell or or something like that. So we can't. um, But growing up, we did use real trees at my house um, up until I think, you know, I got to high school or something. But so here's the deal. If you have to have a fake or plastic tree, a lot of us do. um, The thing we want to get across to you is use that sucker forever. (laughs) (laughs) Because when you put it in a landfill... It's not going anywhere. Uh, so if you go out to go purchase a tree from a Home Depot or wherever you're going to purchase it from, I mean, first of all, it's there are very few made in America, sort of made mm-hmm. with, um, you know, responsible supply chain trees. They do exist. They're insane expensive. I oh, looked at I one. They're like $1,000 and up. So that's probably wow. not within most people's um, budget. But if you go buy one, don't get a trendy one, right? Like if you are gonna get get a pink one,
1: all color of the year, right?
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's right. Don't get a pink one. Maybe don't even get one that has like the fake snow on it, because I think yeah, the fake snow is the
1: worst too. That's
0: right. They kind of go in and out of style. So just like. Get one that you're gonna love. Don't get a giant one because, like, what if you move? Yeah, <laughs> you know, like, try and get an average side tree that you're gonna use forever. There we go. That, that's yeah. my soapbox. For the no, full-on. that's
1: a great one. And, like, I was just talking to my uh friend who now is in Texas. I know you're originally from Texas, and her, um, her. Her approach is the same as yours, right? She has a fake tree, a faux tree, right? Um, And even though she grew up in New England, of course, with real trees, right? She's like, you know, in Texas, pine trees are not grown. So it would be extremely, extremely unsustainable for me to actually buy live trees. And I think this is kind of one of the, uh, well, at least for me, you know, buying local really... Like, whether it's food or trees, anything, it, it has a tremendously positive impact on the environment when, you know, you're not shipping stuff across the world, across the states. Yeah. Um, so, Yeah do be realistic if you're living in, if you live in a state where, um, you know, this Christmas trees, pine trees are not grown, uh, probably the fortress would be a much more sustainable option for you. Right.
0: Yeah. And I mean, and it could totally depends on where you are. Like, I do believe there was a farm. I was in North Texas and I think there was a farm that actually had trees around. So like, you know, it's possible that they're grown around you, but I think what's even more thoughtful, like what Lisa is saying is even if they're grown around you, they might be taking away like resources from, like farming, that's probably a little bit, that makes a little bit more sense from your area. So anyway, um, but Lisa, you want to talk a little bit about like why, um, you know, it's these types of, uh, like real trees can actually be good for the, I think you've got a few things you wanted to share here about real yeah. trees.
1: Yeah. So that was an interesting, uh, information that we found, uh, on New York times. Uh, kind of, uh, the article essentially is kind of more pro um, buying a real tree versus uh, plastic for ones and of course reason number one is you know growing pine trees or any trees for what uh, for that matter uh, we are providing habitats for local wildlife right while they're growing so that's already a plus plus. Uh, and of course real trees are 100% biodegradable right and they can be sent to community compost centers so on that aspect we're good there too um, and for me and this is some again some of our community members Again, it depends what's the kind of, again, your core sustainability value. For me, super important is that by buying locally grown trees, we are supporting local tree farmers, right? Yep. It's yep. their uh, livelihood. Uh, and of course the trees are producing oxygen to purify the local air we know that too from my biology uh, lessons right and of course that was an interesting part is that uh pine trees can be planted on rolling hills that are unsuitable for other crops and building structures making better use of the land too so like Mm -hmm. this is kind of going more into like more in depth into like how trees are growing, you know, the whole agriculture techniques, which I'm sure most of people are not aware. I was not aware of that either. Like another interesting part that New York Times article is making, it's like cutting down trees is always bad for the environment. And they're like, it's actually false. You know, it's not all, the keyword is always, right? It's not always bad for the environment. Yeah. And another interesting thing, a point they made is like, you know, Christmas trees, actually it's, They're crops, essentially, right? They're grown on farms, like lettuce or corn, for the specific purpose of, uh, you know, getting the Christmas tree to you, you know what I mean? So you're not cutting down wild forests. No, absolutely not. So that's good news about if you really, like me, uh, want a real one.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I think, you know, like we said, there are different choices that you can make for yourself and your family. And, you know, the other thing is, if you are in the market for not a real tree, try looking for trees at thrift stores, um, or, you know, places that have like more Goodwill type areas where there's bigger items or look on Craigslist, like yes, that's re- a real
1: Facebook groups, right?
0: huh. Like see if there's a place where you can get somebody else's, um, you know, plastic tree before you go out and get one. Cause I think I'm sure they, I'm sure people are moving and they don't want to, <laughs> they don't want to, um, you know, bring them around. So let's
1: let's kind of move I on. I have. To, let oh, me yeah. tell you one funny right. thing. So one one time, as you know, talking about Russian Christmas. Russian Christmas is January seventh, right? The biggest holiday for Russian is a New Year's, right? So which is of course January first, and then we have a thing called Old New Year's, which is like January thirteenth. And so one time, I came back from Russia from my trip to Russia. um You know, just after the the New Year, and of course, then that's when Americans typically throw away the trees, but I. I still have Russian Christmas. I still have the old New Year. So I literally picked picked up somebody's tree from the street. And I, uh, Russians are famous for keeping the Christmas trees until like uh, March, which is wow. not a joke. <laughs> Yeah, but the tree was fine. And yeah, I definitely made use of someone else's um, tree and gave it <laughs> That's life. That's amazing. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I love that. Yeah. I mean, when we think about the tree, of course, there's a lot of decorations that go on it. So we can kind of talk about decorations in general um so one thing are just you know holiday lights so whether you are putting lights on your tree or you're you know decorating outside or around the house like we all love those like twinkly and sort of fairy lights i mean they
1: make such a big difference right like we're just driving by the streets of san francisco and seeing you know the christmas trees with holiday lights it's, you know, it's a holiday spirit. Yeah,
0: absolutely. And it's, um, you know, it does make a big difference in just like having a nice cozy feel in your house. Mm-hmm. I, I read, um, a Twitter thread about how folks up in Scandinavia sort of, uh, cope with the darkness,
1: right? Oh like, yeah. I know what we're that. talking about. I lived in Moscow. Yeah. There that, you go. Do a, you know?
0: And it's called like, how, Huga is not it. How you spell it? like H Y G G E? the the
1: yeah, the design mm-hmm. stuff. I have I no called, idea how you could pronounce it. I those. think
0: technically it's called Huga, but it's like H Y G G E. Yeah. Mm. Um, you've seen it used, I'm sure, and it's basically is it means cozy. It's like a sort of a cozy feeling that exists, and so one of the um things tips that people recommended were you know using these lights, using candles, like kind of making it cozy in your house. So um when you go out to purchase new lights, which again, like please reuse your lights from your year. It's a lot of plastic. Don't throw them away. Um, But if you need new ones, we totally recommend using led lights. Um, And my husband is an electrical engineer by trade. And he, anytime we replace any kind of light, whether it's Christmas lights or light bulbs in the house, it's, he's always looking for us to use leds um, just Mm -hmm. because they're a lot more energy efficient. I mean, LED lights are 80% uh, 80 more efficient than incandescent lights. So it's going to save you money. Um, They generate less heat. Um, So if you've ever noticed, like if you've gone to change out an old light bulb, you'll see it's like really hot. Um, Again, that has to do with how efficient it is. And so... You know, just buying something that is, um so, sorry, buying a light that's using an LED lasts so much longer, lasts 25 times longer.
1: <laughs> that's awesome. So yeah. it's so good save your yourself money, protect yourself from overheating lights and uh, spread the holiday cheer. And of course, um, you know, other people would say, well, why do we, we even need it? Like one thing, like I am kind of shocked, like by American traditions, you know, like uh, famous Tom and Jerry, for example, house in San Francisco. It has amazing Christmas decoration. But I'm like, how yep. much does it cost? you it's insane uh, amount of money but again it's your personal choice so uh if you know your family really loves the tradition of having holiday lights absolutely do it and we're just here to give you different options
0: Absolutely. So, and then, you know, once you make sure you turn off the yes. lights when you go to bed.
1: Yeah. I'm um, like, how can you, you sleep a, with them on? I wouldn't be able to, but maybe some. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, granted um, some people do like to leave their, you know, their Christmas yeah, just lights outside pretty, yeah. on, but mm-hmm. yeah, but use a timer, like just either though you can get a timer oh, very yeah, cheaply mm-hmm. at a um, hardware store. So you can just put all of that on a timer. So you don't have to remember you can do that indoors and outdoors. Um, let's
1: see. So let's talk about like other stuff on your tree. Uh Yeah. So, um, yeah, again, if you are following us on Instagram, you've been seeing on TikTok, of course, you've seen a lot of ideas that we are sharing. Some of them that our community loves is like stringing popcorn and cranberries, uh, instead of the lights, uh, super simple to do. Um, and then of course other DIY ornaments, I think that was your idea, Laura, right? For animals. Tell me about that.
0: Yeah. So growing up, we used to um, just make, we would call them like ornaments for the animals outside. So my my mom would get pine cones mm-hmm. and my brother and I would cover them in peanut butter and then put birdseed, like roll them in birdseed. Oh, nice. Um, so basically the, the birdseed would stick to the pine cone and then we would take those sort of pine cone ornaments and hang them outside for the animals. So they loved that. It's like a really fun DIY you can do with kids. That's um, cool. But if you're also a bird person, you could just do it yourself. <laughs> I haven't done it recently, but I'm kind of inspired to do it again.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's nice. And another idea we actually just shared today, uh, it's from um, our eco-friendly life account. And I loved it. So, you know, we were talking about this snowy kind of looking ornaments and trees. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a lot of plastic in this fake snow of course right oh, so yes. she, and glitter yeah yeah no. glitter um all yeah. of the things we love so much uh, it means plastic most of the time so she had a cool idea of how to make uh use pine cones and, and tree branches uh, pine tree branches of course um and then decorating them with some flowers salt and water to make them look like as if they're covered by snow it's really cool check us um it on our instagram it's again it's just brightly that eco um and of course there's so many more diy fun things you can be doing with ornaments uh we're not going to go into all of the recipes but again uh, if you are part of the brightly community on our app um this is where we're all discussing different ideas that people have been probably you know kind of learning from their mothers and grandmothers right exactly i mean you know this is we i always laugh like
0: I think so much about single use plastic, right? Like whether I am like needing to pack a sandwich for lunch. not granted, it's not like we're really walking around <laughs> yeah. much anymore, but just like, you know, we're just so used to using a Ziploc bag. And of course, you can use a stasher bag or, you know, more innovative things that are, are new. But I also like to think back to like back in the day, like what did they do? Well, they used waxed paper, which... I don't know. I didn't haven't done any research on wax paper. I'm mm-hmm. sure the fact that it's got that coating on it makes it less biodegradable, et cetera. But at least mm-hmm. it's not plastic kind of thing. So, and who knows where the wax comes from? It's most likely oil-based. But anyway, I just think about like, how do people used to do this? Because they didn't have access to this, you know, single-use plastic, right? And I mean, yeah. the same thing goes for for gift wrapping, which is kind of our next topic, but it's it's like back in the day, do you think people went to Yield general store
1: <laughs> and, and got like pretty box for every package, right? I
0: don't think so, right? Like I would imagine they probably put a, a ribbon on it, right? Like wh-
1: exactly. what would they have done? That would be the extent of it, you know. I think the the most uh, the one of the best advice that we can give, like a general advice for our listeners, our community members, is like always ask yourself, what would your grandmother do? And yep. this is probably the most eco friendly thing you could possibly do, right? absolutely yeah no so
0: we actually had some really interesting ideas come in from the community and from just people who are interested in this topic around gift wrapping so um, of course you can use fabric um, and I know that there are some companies I've seen some brand new companies kind of emerge that are Mm selling fabric um, for gift wrapping Unwrapper
1: or something it's you know like basically it means unwrapper but like it's spelled without It's a classic startup. It's hard to understand
0: what it's called. (laughs) There you go. And also I I hope that you guys appreciate that we spell brightly like the regular English.
1: (laughs) You're welcome. You're welcome. Um,
0: Yeah. So there's companies out there that will, you know, of course, you know, sell different sized fabric, but I mean, truly go look for stuff around your home that you like, go look for clothing that you're not going to wear. Like You know, if it's not in good shape, we talk about cutting your clothing up into rags. Cut it up for gift wrap. Like, you know, you could you could even DIY some um, some decorations on it. Like, get some fabric paint out. Like, make it fun, right?
1: (laughs) So you yeah, exactly. Uh, You can play around with it. You know, for me personally. So this year, I'm uh, spoilers for my friends who are listening. Of course, I know everybody. Every single one of my friends is listening to every episode. I'm kidding. (laughs) But but, um, yeah, I'm definitely uh, making use of as many of the boxes that I, I have got recently, especially after, you know, the Cyber Monday, Black Friday shopping. I literally have stacks and stacks of boxes that I'm kind of keeping because I know that I can make really nice packaging from it. I did buy, um, I did buy pretty gift wrapping paper, but it's recycled, right? That's like the minimum requirement for me yeah. It's recycled yeah. one. Uh, but yeah, if you're much more creative and, uh, handy than me, then yeah, the, the DIY solutions are just, there's so many of them and there's so much fun. Um, Someone, uh, one of the scouts, um, I will will share more of the holiday tips that our scouts ambassador community shared with us. But one of the one that dealt specifically with packaging, um, Lydia, Lydia Wolf, she said wrap gifts in a scarf, and basically you'll have two gifts, right? So as the scarf is a wrapper, but it's also a second gift. Um, That's such a good idea. Yeah, yeah. So it's uh, you know you're doubling the gifts. How cool it is, and then you're not you know using um, other extra packaging that's um, so good I love yeah, it. yeah and another tip that i got from the community too is like going to thrift stores right or even antique stores or even in a yard sale i think we'll just share this um shared this tip before but someone mentioned that she found really cool uh wrapping paper in a yard sale because again i'm pretty sure like every time i go to buy a wrapping paper i'm like wait did i have more yep. did leftovers? i have leftovers mm-hmm. yeah so yep. yeah This episode is brought to you by Sheets and Giggles, a company with a punny name but a seriously sustainable mission to make better betting for everyone. We started partnering with Sheets and Giggles earlier this year, and the positive reviews from our community keep coming in.
0: I've been on a hunt for sustainable betting for a long time now until Brightly actually recommended Sheets and Giggles. I would highly recommend. The material is great. Uh, I personally tend to get hot at night and my boyfriend tends to get cold. So it definitely serves as a happy medium. Highly recommend. I also get hot at night and I found that after sleeping with Sheets and Giggles moisture-wicking sheets over the past few months, I can't remember the last time I woke up overheated. I love my Sheets and Giggles sheets. They're my absolute favorite not only because they're super duper soft, but they are sustainably and ethically made out of eucalyptus.
1: Yep, I love that our scout Ashley called out how soft the sheets and giggle sheets are. Plus, the eucalyptus that is in their 400 thread count sheets is grown without incesticides or pesticides. They also just launch a bunch of new colors, and I can't choose between navy blue and red. Help me! Sheets and Giggles bedding is super lightweight and soft, and they really nail it on zero-waste packaging.
0: We recommend Sheets and Giggles for the softest, most sustainable sleep out there. Good Together listeners get 15% off at checkout by using the
1: code BRIGHTLYECO at sheetsgiggles.com. If you've been listening to our podcast for a while, you must have heard us gush about Nisolo before. They are the makers of the most gorgeous and ethical shoes that somehow hit the perfect mix of style, comfort, function, and sustainability. Nisolo Solo is a certified B Corp and offsets 100% of their carbon emissions. My favorite part about Knee Solo is the quality
0: and the style of their shoes. I own quite a few Knee Solo pairs and they just get better with time. Their designs are classic, timeless, and I can pair my Knee Solos with almost anything in my wardrobe. They last forever too. I've taken a few pairs to the cobbler to get resold and they come out looking as good as new every time. I'm also a big fan of companies that take care of their artisan partners and work to ensure above fair trade wages and safe and healthy working conditions for all. Nisolo goes above and beyond.
1: I also appreciate how much thought Nisolo puts into making sure that their shoes will last you a lifetime, well, almost, by sharing product care information and even video tutorials on their website. Making sure that whatever product you buy will last you as long as possible is one of the most sustainable things we can do as consumers. I myself have their mules and summer sandals for over three years. I just got my husband the Matteo all-weather boot, and he's been wearing them ever since we've opened the box, for real. Oh, and before I forget, they have have socks now. They will make perfect stocking stuffers.
0: Go to nisolo.com/slash brightly and use the code BRIGHTLY for 20% off any styles. That's N-I-S-O-L-O.com/slash brightly. Studies have shown that greening your financial assets, like your savings account, is 27 times more impactful in terms of your personal carbon footprint versus things like eating less meat, using public transportation, and even shopping more ethically. This is because most banks choose to invest their money in fossil fuel powered industries and Conscious Finance makes sure to support greener alternatives.
1: When I first heard that statistic, my jaw dropped. That's why we're really proud to partner with Aspiration. They've created an ethical financial account for spending and saving that helps you turn every single transaction into a positive action. I actually just activated my Aspiration card today. I love that they're B Corp certified and 1% for the planet member. And they plant a tree for every roundup transaction. You can also get $100 when you spend $1,000 in the first 60 days of account opening.
0: By transitioning from your current bank to Aspiration, you're making a difference with every purchase. Head to aspiration.com slash brightly to learn more about socially conscious finance and sign up for a new cash management account. Well, and speaking of leftovers, like don't throw away the wrapping um, paper and, and, and all of the others or bows and things that you get this year. So sometimes you can't, um, you know, it just depends on how much of a crazy animal you are when, you yeah, know when you're like river, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like kids. If you have kids and you're listening to this, you're yeah, like, yeah, I mean, I'm, yeah, I'm not, no, I'm not, I'm not a chance. But, <laughs> <laughs> but you can certainly save the bows um and the gift tags. So um actually we were laughing. I was just wrapping a present the other day and it was like it said like to my husband from his parents and mm-hmm. then I just it was from last year. So I just took two arrows and I was like Two parents from my husband. <laughs> like I like <laughs> true arrows. He was like, "Are you serious?" But you can reuse gift tags. So just like reuse it. Um, give gifts in vessels that you can reuse. I love that. To, like mm-hmm. mason jars. Like put something in a mason jar. Just put a bow on it. Call it a day. Um, you know, I think there's just you can get really creative. Um, the other thing I'll say is like gift baskets. I think a lot of times people feel like you need to put them in an actual basket. Like, does no, somebody need a new basket? No, I like, Just
1: just put it in a bag. Yeah, no, I'm <laughs> actually making uh, gift boxes to a few of my friends from with different products I either bought, or I had before, and I'm just putting them in regular boxes, right? I mean, uh, it's a gift box, you know. It, it doesn't ne- mean that I need to have a perfect, pretty box, right? Or you you don't have to have an actual basket for it to be a gift basket absolutely yeah absolutely um so i think it's good like we're good with packaging um again you guys check out our instagram uh check out our brightly app on brightly eco i think we've had some articles about that too so you know otherwise just be as creative and don't feel shame ashamed to reuse stuff that you had before that's kind of the main um advice for the packaging aspect right absolutely yeah so let's talk about holiday cards right i mean this is pretty straightforward again the best and probably most environmentally friendly option for you send an e-gift card uh, or a holiday card right yeah um but i'm an all like i'm an old school person definitely love real cards you know we like i always try to keep all of the you know Happy birthday cards, any cards I get as a gift. I love that. It's very cool to look through the years, you know. Uh, But of course, like requirement number one, I think, ideally... Choose cards that are made from recycled paper, right? Or Laura, remember that F um, S F S C certification. Remember which one? That's um, right. Yeah, yeah. That's usually you would see it on a lot of actual paper products. It's kind of like responsibly made paper. Uh, yes. I'm not sure. I think there is different levels of like 100% recycle or not, but like look for that um, certification.
0: Yes. You can, you can look for that. Um, we've done, I think we talked about this in a previous episode, but for our brightly business cards, we use paper that has seeds in it, like wildflower seeds, which is awesome. And it's, um, biodegradable. So if you want to give a physical card, you can like, don't, we're not, we're not saying that you can't as a matter of fact, like, paper is one of the most recyclable things as we know yeah <laughs> so I mean it's as far as the the waste generated it's relatively low so make sure that you um, you know you you look for cards that are recycled um, we also found out that if you if you're using cards that have like shiny foil or, or glossy coatings Code- hmm. and things like that those are not recyclable most of the time so you know try to go for ones that might not be um, you know, as glittery or glittery or sparkly. Yeah.
1: yeah. And I just want to give a plug in. It's not sponsored, but we've shared about this company. Uh, it's called good paper. Um, mm-hmm. I've literally, you know, we worked with them before, for, um, with my previous company. It's uh, paper made from recycled materials. Um, and most importantly, again, for me, it's made by women who escaped sex trafficking in the Philippines. Now I think they're also working with young adults in Rwanda. Um, I believe, who um, who had diseases or due to hunger. Um, it's all the information on their website. It's beautifully made. Um, I know for a fact that I think they're in all Whole Foods uh, in the U.S. <laughs> uh, they're super quirky and funny. Like, all of their cards are super funny. And so, like, since I've discovered that brand, I have been giving them like all the time that's my go-to card they are as somebody mentioned they're not, not cheap if you have to like send hundreds of them they're like uh i think six dollars retail per uh, per person but again they're f- um sorry per card but they're fair trade right and we've talked <laughs> you guys know if you listen to the podcast you know why um you know fair trade businesses have to charge premiums right and so yeah their mission is near and dear to my heart so um that would be my my, my favorite brand shout out
0: Yeah. And I mean, you can, do people remember back in the day? Like, I mean, if you're younger and listening, so you won't remember, but like we used to have a ton of magazines and you would get magazines and cut stuff out. Like you can make cards and envelopes and all sorts of things just by reusing paper products that you have around the house. So you can use magazines. Like there's just all sorts of things that you can do. So definitely, um, you know, keep the spirits going with your holiday cards, send e-cards if that's okay, make a phone call, whatever you want. Um, But I think it's just a good, it's a good thing to keep in mind. Um, And so I think one of the last things we wanted to talk about were just general gifting thoughts. So we've done extensive podcasts only on gifts. So we're not going to spend a ton yep. of time on this. Like, please listen to one. Uh, we've got episodes about experiences, which are like very low waste items, if not no waste. Um, we have ways to cut down on waste in general and gifting. So please go back and listen. Um, But we, the reason why we bring it up again is to just kind of Bring the point home, because we know that you're going to be gifting things. we know that you are going to receive gifts, um, but one statistic we wanted to share was you know we we saw a source that said some retail industry retail industry analysts estimate that nearly ninety billion dollars worth of gifts are returned each holiday That's season. Crazy. it's so wasteful. Uh, I was like, that is absolutely insane, um, and actually. This problem is so out of hand that UPS, the you know the shipping company, has actually deemed unofficially mm-hmm. January third as a holiday. They call it National Returns Day, and um, in 2017, nearly 1.5 million return packages got shipped back on that day. Just that day. one day, That's- but that was 2017. Like, yeah, think oh about boy. how much online shopping has grown since then i mean they just came out with some statistics from cyber monday black friday um this year and of course broke records uh, left and right so you can imagine that if, they, if it was 1.5 million packages in 2017 ben, yeah. it's at least double if not triple um now just because of the just how many people are shopping online. yeah so, and again
1: insane. you know when, when we're talking about this like, you know, we shopped, like Laura and I shopped, so don't feel, absolutely, don't feel guilty if you bought a wine, especially not. this year, you know, if you want to keep yourself and uh, your loved ones safe, probably trying to limit the amount of time we go to, right, uh, we go to physical stores and locations, although, you know, uh, your, your local stores absolutely need your help, so, uh, yeah. obviously do that if you can. Um, so you wanted oh yeah, when, you want to talk about most returned items. That's interesting. Yes. Oh yeah, yeah. I
0: thought this was interesting. So as we kind of looked into the returns, which again, we do have a whole episode about like the shipping, the and shipping. mechanics mm-hmm. behind returning, which is really interesting. Please go back and listen. We released it last year, but in terms of the most return gifts, we, there's like three categories, which I was like, so I mean, first category, we're not surprised, which is clothing and shoes. Like, Please don't gift somebody a random. Yeah, just use a gift card. (laughs) Don't give me shoes. If you give me shoes, they're going. Like I just, I don't know what to do with them. You probably
1: you you work at Amazon. I remember my friends, and like that's probably one of the reasons why people love Amazon so much. You know, they think that you get a bunch of free returns or something. Oh yes, right. I remember
0: I was there when they started doing free returns. So, uh, listeners, if you're not familiar, I actually started my career at Amazon in the fashion space, and so. Yes, free shipping and free returns as long as you bought something from Amazon was was relatively new back then. And yes, I mean, while it's good from a company's you know and customer experience perspective, of uh, course, that's great. But from the environment, like no, like stop stop buying things and thinking, oh, I can just return it.
1: Yeah, no, don't. <laughs> so do that. yeah,
0: don't buy clothing and shoes or people unless they have specifically asked for a specific color size, like. I know that that might not seem like a surprise, but I'm telling you, if you use a wish list, which we've talked about again in other episodes, like give someone a wish list, be really specific with it you're going to end up with something that you wanted and they're going to do a good job from a gift. So that was one, one section. Um, you want to talk about the next one?
1: Yeah, this one is interesting. I definitely, that was like, I think the high, the, the high spend category for me this holiday season, because again, we love cooking, right? So kitchen Mm -hmm. and appliances and glassware, uh, is the second most return category because guess what? People already have this and it's again, (laughs) this is the main reason. Yeah. I come to like people's birthday party and like, or, or, like, before it, I'm like, well, do you need this? Like, I'm like, I know, I'm sorry, I'm ruining the surprise for you, but, like, I really don't want to give you something that you're not going to use or you already have. So, exactly. Yeah, I mean, if you're buying wine glasses for people, uh, don't. most yeah. likely they will have it unless, yeah. well, you know, they're not drinking. And then why give them wine absolutely glasses? Absolutely not.
0: Out? Ask them. Ask them if they have it. You know what's funny, Lise, is I. I actually almost, I found myself doing this exact thing where, you know, we all have people, especially, like, the men in our lives, not like husbands, but like uncles, like, Mm -hmm. um, you know, grandpas and they can be hard to give gifts for like, they, they typically don't want anything. If you ask them, you're like, please just like tell me. So a lot of times people give nice bottles of alcohol, um, Mm -hmm. you know, because it's just like a pretty easy thing to do, whether it's wine or or scotch or something. And I also have the temptation to like, want to give them a nice pair of glasses to go with that. Yeah, just to make it a
1: nice kit, exactly.
0: uh Uh-huh, but it's like, they don't yeah. need two more glasses. And what are you going to do? Do you really want just two glasses? No. Most people want, like, a set. So, like, just stop. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Save so, yourself some money. Yeah, um, yeah. And this last one, last category is hilarious. Laura. <laughs> the
0: last wow. one, like, made me crack up when I was researching that. So, the the another top return item are sweets, which is, like, it's why cool. would you return it? That doesn't make any sense to no. me. But then I looked into it, and apparently... <laughs> People are, you know, you get a lot like chocolates and things um, for the holidays, but then people are looking to like go on a diet immediately after the holidays. <laughs> so
1: like, that's they don't want reason.
0: sweets, but it's like, who even accepts returned food? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah.
1: know. <laughs> mm, interesting. Well, that's hilarious. So um, yeah. yeah, I think we already um, talked about it brief summary right use wish lists gift experiences buy quality gifts and like if you have to give something food related maybe opt in for olive oil instead of sweets right just think or about spices spices or spices i'm not gonna we plug in least... our favorite brand again but you know you've listened to the previous episode i hope you did oh so, yes the barrel. last
0: episode yeah. was all about spices um I am gifting a lot of people spices this year. Hopefully they're not. I mean, I hope they are listening to this podcast for like a little bit
1: of friend support, but also (laughs) – Spoilers! you might be getting spices for me okay so well this is kind of the last part and like as you know our favorite part is um the scouts tips right so earlier this year and i think we've mentioned this multiple times right our scouts communities when i'm talking about scouts go to brightly.eco slash scouts to figure out what exactly it is and if you might want to become one yourself but anyways uh we asked our community to share their favorite holiday tips a few uh weeks back and which they did. And it's amazing. You know, it's the tips about cooking, tips about packaging, decorations, and even holiday activities. Um, so here we just wanted to share a few uh, most um, kind of our favorite tips. So one is we kind of mentioned it already, but using glass bottles when you're sending leftovers home, so no food is wasted, right? So again, don't, you don't have to have like 5,000 boxes of Tupperware, but if you do know, again, no judgment. My mom is one of these people, <laughs> but yeah. yeah, reuse your glasses. Uh, again, I'm kind of uh, stacking up all of the packaging in my kitchen as well, but it's, uh, it's a great option uh, to store your leftovers or sending leftovers with uh, with your guests. Right. And this is a, a tip from scout, Avery Copper. You want to do yeah, another such, one? It's
0: such a good idea. Mm-hmm. I love it. Yeah. So we already talked about a few of them. Yeah. Um, one that I liked was just somebody was talking about, um, you know, a, a white elephant, Polly, I mean, there's so many, Lisa probably laughing, there's so many regional American words for this term, which is like, a gift exchange <laughs> yes exactly so like you can have a white elephant you can have um our, one of our scouts kayla called it a pollyanna i have it's, not heard that yeah term. so
1: pollyanna it's a it's a russian i think she's polish i'm guessing sorry if for making an assumption but pollyanna it's a it's a where you sit like uh, on the grass like a meadow kind of um so yeah that, mm. that was a funny way for me like uh, it's interesting so you've never heard this yeah. term before right
0: no, I hadn't mm-hmm. heard of this one, but this is just basically like you can do this either a lot of people do this after the holidays and you can bring a gift that you got that you didn't yeah. like very much um or there's just, you know, you can do it in the middle of the season. But rather than um, you know, having to get a gift for everybody in your friend group and potentially have a lot of costs, sort of just like do one of these fun Sort of uh, gift exchange, yeah, and yeah. It, you know, Kayla was saying that she she does uh, one with her friends and family, and they use uh, thrifted goods or like secondhand things. Yeah. So there's not like an expectation that like one person's going to go home with something that's secondhand, everything else is new or whatever. Like yeah. it's, it's themed. So I love that. I thought that was a
1: really cute, yeah. cute idea. So this one, of course, uh, thank you for leaving this tip for me. I thought it was really cool. Um, uh, it's, um, our scout Anastasia DeGorustica. She, uh, she said, use pothos cuttings to make a, a live rough Reath, right? Wreath. Wreath. Whoops. English 101. I <laughs> no, love so, But yeah, I can reet. have pothos. A Christmas little...
0: wreath. That's what reet. she's
1: saying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Translation, please. Uh, pothos. I like. I literally have like, I'm touching it right now. It's right na- near my desk. What, so uh, what is a pothos? So pothos is, is, how do I describe it in English? It's, it's, a, a, house it's, a, it's a house plan. It's like <laughs> one of the wavy ones. Like, um, I don't know, Laura. You know which one I'm talking about. It's like I know which one it's like kind of waterfalls
0: down right
1: yes it's waterfalls down it's super easy to grow like again i don't want to have a whole planting episode but pothos like if you're just starting and you're scared of everything it's so easy to grow i literally have from one pothos i think i have two or three more plants that, that i've grown out of the main plant right so they're super easy to replicate well, how yeah, so if bro? you Google this, yeah, yeah. the
0: propagate, propagate, propagate. is the word
1: that you're thinking <laughs> exactly. of, but yeah, so, so yeah, those, you, like
0: Lisa said, they're really nice. It's easy really cool. To use, but and you can make a wreath out of them. Yeah. Huh? That's
1: interesting. Yeah. So uh, we don't have full instructions, but just Google it. But basically you have to attach a glass bottle to the circular wire and kind of put the bottle, uh, basically in the middle of, uh, what will be your wreath. Right. And then just like kind of arrange the leaves around that wire. Right. And again, it's porous. it's super easy to do uh, They're like very bendable and, and it's very kind of It's very leafy, right? So it, I think, I do think, I haven't seen the pictures But I do think it will look really nice
0: Lizo, you should do this and
1: post it on social. Like, you should make yeah, this. Yeah, I know. I was like, uh, well, I mean, I think I can definitely do that. I'm just like, I'm always like not super handy. But like this, uh, I just need to get more instructions. I th- it sounds very easy. So yeah, thank you, yeah. Anastasia, for this idea. It's really cool. Anyways, uh, we have, uh, let me look at it. We have like 100 more holiday tips for you guys from our community. Uh, actually, our fun thing, our community will be filling up even more tips tomorrow and this week so we'll probably have 200 or more uh holiday tips for you and it's again at brightly.eco slash holiday dash tips again don't worry about the links it will be in the show notes it will be in the article on the website Um, but yeah it's something it's a great resource that our community created um for themselves and by themselves right
0: Yeah. So, I mean, this, uh, that kind of wraps up the episode today. So I, uh, you know, as you go out and celebrate the holidays, like, please just obviously take time, like take care of yourself. We're still in a crazy time, um, from a world perspective. So, so take care of yourself, make sure to celebrate, um, the way that feels the best to you. And again, just like plant these ideas in your head, like a pothos wreath,
1: (laughs) how about that (laughs) yeah and again all of these ideas i I, like i always like to say that you know we are giving you ideas doesn't mean that every single member of the brightly team is doing this stuff it's just ideas and quite honestly i have to say like because we've been talking with our community i've i've been learning so much from how conversations with you laura right but conversations with our community too it's like so the ideas might seem difficult or kind of like too big too challenging uh but you, you know start small start small you know what i mean again if you like me if <laughs> if you're lazy like me if you can only buy recycled wrapping paper that's already a great step you know what i mean next year exactly. go and use all your boxes so yeah start small uh you know you guys know we're all about small steps towards sustainability. so thank you guys so much for listening
0: Yes, and so happy holidays, Merry Christmas, um, all of the holiday cheer to you from us, from Lisa and I, and the Brightly team.
1: Thanks for joining, joining us on another episode of Good Together. As always, you can get show notes and explore lots more content related to all things eco-friendly living by checking out brightly.eco podcast. And don't forget to join in on the conversation that's happening
0: on our Facebook group. Simply search Good Together Ethical Shopping and it'll come up. You can also leave us a question through voicemail. The link is on
1: brightly.eco slash podcast. If you're into social media, give us a follow on Instagram, Facebook, and all of the channels. Our username is brightly.eco. Finally, we want to leave you with a reminder. Every day is a chance
0: for you to create change, and you're already covered for today since you joined us here on the podcast. Stay kind and live brightly.